Good morning. Well, the only reminder I have, I have is that the youth group will be meeting tonight uh, for outdoor games and a bonfire. They'll also be roasting hot dogs and marshmallows and we'll have a devotion. Uh, we'll be meeting at 6.30 p.m. tonight in the back uh, behind the parsonage over by the pavilion. And this is open to all 7th through uh, 12th graders. The Old Testament reading for this, the 7th Sunday after Pentecost, is from the 55th chapter of Isaiah. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the 8th chapter of Romans. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him, in order that we may also be glorified with him. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. And great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, Some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil. And produce grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, This is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. 
And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word. But the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to all of you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Through the prophet Isaiah, God said he sends rain. And we all know this. Rain falls. The raindrops do not just hit the ground and then bounce back into heaven. The rain soaks into the ground. And the plants drink the rain up. It makes them strong, keeps them alive. And they bear fruit. We see this every time it rains. And I hope every time it rains, we're reminded what God is doing. Because God is also doing so much more. Jesus said today that the word that comes out of his mouth is just like rain. When words come out of Jesus' mouth, they don't just bounce back up to him in heaven. His word, that seed of his word, it lands on you. Lands on anyone who hears God's word. And that word can do miraculous things in our lives. When we drink up God's word, it makes us strong. God's word keeps us alive sometimes on the hardest days of our lives. And God's word then bears fruit in us. Fruits of faithfulness to Christ and love to one another. God's word, he rains down on us, does so much for us. But that word can also be taken away from you. Jesus warned you today of what could happen to you. Even though God's word has come from his mouth and planted itself inside of us, we have many enemies that want to take that word of God away from us. The devil is maybe the worst. As Christians, it's so important we remember every day that Christ bore our sins on the cross. And he paid the price for every single sin. Jesus put our sins to death through his own death. That is such an important message for all of us to hold on to. But the devil does not want you to hold on to this word from Christ. The devil wants this word to bounce off of you and go back into heaven without even touching you. The devil does not want you to drink this word in and know that you really are truly forgiven. I know how the devil often works. He will tell you, you don't deserve what Jesus has done. You've sinned too many times. Your sins have been just too bad. The devil will try to have you believe this salvation gives is not for you. It's for other Christians, better Christians, not for you. But that is a lie. 
A lie the devil keeps speaking to us over and over again. Please don't listen to him. What Christ has done on the cross, it really was done for you. Jesus is worried about us. And sometimes who needs the devil when we can really be our own worst enemies? When persecution for being a Christian happens, sometimes we don't last too long. And I'm not even talking about those times when Christians are arrested and put in prison just for being Christian. Most persecution of Christians happens quietly. Like in our country, when you may be encouraged to stay quiet as a Christian and not rock the boat in your workplace office too much or in school. And sometimes we may even think it's easier to hide the fact we are Christians so we don't get ridiculed or feel embarrassed in public. The Apostle Peter wasn't the only one who denied Christ to save himself some embarrassment in his own skin, was he? We can do it too. And that's something Jesus is worried we would do. Jesus is also worried we would become so preoccupied with this life and all of its pleasures and its riches and its sports and its entertainment that there would be no room left in our hearts for Christ and his words and to actually desire that because... Our desires are being filled in so many other ways. Jesus was worried this would actually happen, that we would walk away from Christ and his word all on our own. No one would threaten to lock us up. We would just have higher priorities in our life than God and God's word he sends to us. And Jesus really doesn't want this to happen to you. This is why God said today, he sends rain to you. Not just water. God rains down his word. God rains down, and not just from the Bible, the hymns or sermon. In fact, the greatest rain of God's word was Jesus himself. Doesn't the Bible say Jesus is the word that was made flesh? And that rain, that word in the flesh came down into the world born as us. And that word did not just bounce off the world and return to God. That word born in human flesh stayed here. That word in flesh talked to us, cured our diseases, taught us. And that word in flesh went to Jerusalem and was punished for us. And Jesus did not run away when times became tough for him, did he? Jesus did not just bounce back to his Father in heaven when he was betrayed, arrested, beaten, crucified. And finally, God's word made flesh in Jesus died on a cross for us in our place. And from that cross, God is still raining down to you the precious water of God's word. 
In baptism, the word of God covers us in water, cleansing us of all of our sins in God's eyes. In the Lord's Supper, Jesus is not embarrassed to call you his own. He comes to you, pouring the word of his body and blood into you so you can drink it up. It makes us strong. It keeps us alive. And as we grow in Christ as Christians, we bear Christian fruit. We bear fruits of faithfulness, patience, and love toward each other. And we also bear the fruit of enduring suffering in the world for being a Christian. I know Jesus is concerned we Christians could leave him. And he's right to be concerned. Many have left him. And sadly, many will. But we don't have to leave him. You see, today Jesus said there is good soil. Good soil that receives that word of God. And you are that good soil. You did nothing to make yourself good. You did nothing to prepare yourself for this word. It was God who declared you good when God chose you. And God chose you to hear his word. And God chose you to be born again in holy baptism. And God chose you to become his child all as a gift. It was God who chose you to be the good soil. To be brought up in Sunday school and worship. To hear God's word. The devil just wants to snatch that word away from you. He could if you let him. But only if you keep God's word at arm's length from your hearts. If you hold that word close to you, the devil will run away from you. Never forget, God chose you to be his child. God chose you to walk the road with Christ. And to carry the same cross at times Christ bore. To suffer, just like Christ did sometimes. Suffering for being a Christian is never fun. We don't want to be ridiculed or made fun of for being a Christian. And yet sometimes God may call you to follow Christ himself. And that leads right into the face of persecution. When that happens to you, that is not a bad thing. No, because in those moments, you're getting a glimpse of what Christ went through for you. When you suffer for being a Christian, you share in even the smallest of ways the suffering Christ himself went through for you. And in that regard, you can understand Jesus and what he went through. Hold on to the words Jesus has spoken to you. They are precious. Don't allow the devil to just sneak in and snatch away the promises God has made to you through Christ. Remember, the promises Christ has made to you in his word, they belong to you. The greatest promise is the fact he died for your sins. And that is your promise. And that word belongs to you. You don't have to let the devil take that promise from you. It's yours. It's not his. 
And you especially have the promise that we will rise from the dead just as Christ has risen from the dead. That is a word God has rained down to you in Christ. Drink that promise of the resurrection in. Let it nourish you. Let the promise of the resurrection strengthen you and bear fruit in you until that wonderful day comes when we are brought with Christ into everlasting life. And there's no greater promise than that. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.